Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's a quarterback draw to Allen, weaving his way through tacklers, and he bowls into the end zone with Osiris Torrance helping him over the goal line for the touchdown. A nine-yard quarterback draw for the TD. Chris Brown on the call there. One of Josh Allen's two rushing touchdowns from Sunday against the Eagles. Josh, I will tell you. Josh Smith, not Josh Allen. Uh, Dude, the amount of times that happens to me where I'll be in the other room producing and I'll hear somebody go, you know, Josh, and I'll like, what? Yeah, that moment, yeah. What? Yeah, that moment. That's fair. Yeah. Or or like a caller will like I, I think they're talking to me. I I like it, but it's also not I but don't it stresses like it. You out a it little stresses bit. me out because I get I get frazzled. Easily. I will t- I will tell you though, Josh, I, I like watching Alan run. Mm-hmm. Just I yeah. like can, I need that conversation to just end. Let him be the quarterback he is until he can't be that quarterback anymore. Because if you limit what he can do, you're not actually getting the elite freak of nature quarterback at all. You're right. trying to, to, to figure it out and to change him on the fly. Let him be the guy that is an MVP caliber quarterback every single week. Let him just be that guy. I, I, I will never understand the desire to change who he is. He's not Cam Newton. I, I, think, I think that's a big fear of it. He's not Cam Newton. Cam Newton took on a ton of injuries to his throwing shoulder and also never really developed as a passer. That was something, I mean, if you watched his throwing motion, it was not great. He never developed as a passer. Allen has radically changed his throwing motion to what he has now. And you're looking at it, and Allen was kind of a, a, a trendsetter in this as well. Anthony Richardson, Colts rookie quarterback, also kind of got his throwing motion like very meticulously dissected and changed and all that. Because these guys all kind of know, like, look, running is great and it's going to help me. I need to win games throwing the, throwing the ball with the added bonus that I have wheels. Mm-hmm. Not, I have wheels, oh, I guess I should learn how to throw the football. It's, I need to do that first and then use this as as kind of the pizzazz of my game it's to, a, it's, to it's, get it's, first downs when there really shouldn't be a chance to me to get one. It's a quiet threat. It's Every defense always has to be on edge because mm-hmm. you don't know what he's going to do. Yep, you keep guys on edge. But if you can't throw or you never really learn how to be a decisive thrower, NFL defenses are NFL defenses. They're going to figure out. And you may have a few games here and there where you're able to pop off and be that guy, but more often than not, you're not going to be able to. The saying has always been college football is built off touchdowns, NFL football is built off first downs. Mm-hmm. And I think with the running game, you've kind of seen that really deeply with the Bills of how when, when Allen's been allowed to just run, to just, hey, go win games, he's able to get a ton of first downs. He's able to keep drives moving. But when he's forced to just stay in the pocket, don't run, don't take hits, don't do this, don't do that, it's too much going on in his mind. 
I mean, he talked about it, the low positive mindset. And it's I McDermott mean, talked about it, how like they wanted to have fun again. Like just too much thought was put into it. Let him be the quarterback he is. He has done the hard work to make himself a great thrower. Don't then limit another one of his aspects that makes him the quarterback he is. With that being said, let's go to the phones. We were asking the question, do you think the Bills can make a run here to end the season to potentially get in the playoffs? They've got a tough five-game run here, starting with Kansas City and then Dallas. Let's go to Rick in North Tonawanda. Rick, how are we doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I was watching the Dallas game last night, and all I could think of uh, when we had about a minute and a half left and Dallas was up by six points, I was hoping the Buffalo coaches were watching that game because mm-hmm. Dallas closed out that game the way we should have closed out against a, a bunch of teams this year. Uh, did you notice they were they were uh, rushing six or seven people there mm-hmm. even toward the end when when uh, Seattle could go down if they could go down and score a touchdown, uh, and then on the final play of the game they actually did a blitz a safety blitz I believe it was, and that was the end of the game. And I, I kept thinking, why can't Buffalo do stuff like that? Why do they play prevent defense all the time when the game's on the line? And you know what prevent defense does, right? Mm-hmm. It prevents yep. wins. Anyway, that's <laughs> all I have to say. I was frustrated with the Bills. I love the Bills, but I'm frustrated with them. Uh, Rick, I feel you, man. Thanks for the call. And like that's where I'm at. I'm frustrated with yeah. them. Because yep. he, he's right, though. I mean, like, there were points that Dallas could have lost that game, and, and especially at the end. But they played it. Funny enough, from a Mike McCarthy team, but Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator, and that's how that game ended was uh, Dallas on defense. And I, I guess it's my thing, is, and this has always been my frustrating thing, with the final two minutes of so those final offensive drives for other teams against the Bills, they do play that prevent defense. They give up yards just like they're hotcakes. And like mm-hmm. that, it, to me, is easily the most frustrating thing because you watch it happen and you go, I've literally seen this movie before. It's just a different title. Right. It's the same story. It's the same ending. Josh, the same twist is coming at you. <laughs> you, you can it's it's it, you can see it all happening. Well, what's what's interesting about that Dallas game towards the end there? It was third and three on Seattle's fourteen yard line. Dallas has the ball, and Dak Prescott has an incomplete pass short to C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. and then they take a timeout. To stop the clock, which I thought was Mike McCarthy right there, baby. That was, that's Mike McCarthy. I mean, I mean that, that was the thing too. There's a big talking point for morning shows today, yeah. which was like Mike McCarthy continues to just put his team in the worst situations possible. Right. It's like it's like you have the clock running with under two minutes to go. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how many timeouts they had at the time. How each team had. An, I'm assuming Seattle had none mm-hmm. because Dallas takes the timeout, and mind you, they wait 12 seconds. And then they take the timeout, mm-hmm. which, again, what are you doing? Why? Why are you doing this? Mike McCarthy, man. I, I, I understand. No, it's I, the only way, that's, that's the only way that, you can that's, describe that, it. That's what I'm getting at here is because Dallas makes these mistakes too. Oh, yeah. And that's, and that's, where, that's where I'm looking at for, for in terms of the Bills-Cowboys game is because if you can just make less mistakes than them, you win the game. You don't necessarily have to be better than them. You just have to make less mistakes. But there's no team that shoots themselves in the foot like the Buffalo Bills. I right. Mean, look, well, there look. are no the Chargers. Well, the char- yes, the Chargers. <laughs> it, it goes Chargers, Bills, fair. Cowboys. But like you even look at the Eagles game. As, mu- as much as we're complaining about those 20 seconds and McDermott deciding to let's just go to overtime and take it to a coin flip, which to me still is an insane mindset. James Cook drops a wide open touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. There is still the miscommunication between Gabe's, uh, uh, Gabe Davis and Josh Allen, and that seems to be happening. Way 
too much for a wide receiver quarterback combo that has been together for more than two years. And so, like, that's the thing is like, this team, and th- and that is where a big thing for me, constantly wondering, is how well coached is this team that they do constantly make mistakes? They are still a highly penalized team. They are still a team that routinely will drop games where they're a touchdown plus favorite against teams like, I'm j- just looking at this year, the Mac Jones led Patriots or the Zach Wilson led Jets, who look both at this point now completely inept to the point where we're really discussing if either even backup caliber quarterbacks in the NFL, let alone starters. And like that's where I, I think maybe my biggest thing is, is and where I, I do wonder how much Terry Pagula is looking at, you know, where timeout usage is and, and how good they are at, at clock management. But for me, it should be more like, why do you guys keep losing to these teams? Why do they keep making these same mistakes? What is going on here? Are you guys not coaching them up? What is going on? Because I feel like even just an average sports fan would look at you and go, I get it, it's on like the field, but like, isn't the coach supposed to coach you up to be better? We took a call yesterday of somebody being very frustrated at the fact that McDermott, being a defensive guy, has yet to really develop a truly elite pass rusher. Now, to my kind of defense of McDermott on that he's developed other elite players on the defense namely Matt Milano guys like Trey White the safety combo of Jordan Poyer Mike Hyde were kind of just NFL guys until they got to Buffalo but I think that's a fair point as well I think with that being said Micah Parsons being on Dallas allows them to be a little more aggressive on defense that they can just go 11 go get them like we know you can go do it go finish this game that's why they brought Von Miller in, and that really hasn't or materialized into what they wanted. You were hoping Greg Rousseau could be that guy. You're kind of hoping A.J. Epinesa might be something like that. I think Ed Oliver, when they drafted him out of Houston, they really hoped he was that. But we haven't gone there yet. In, in, in terms of, I want to, I want to go back to the whole like you know coaching aspect of it all. In terms of that Gabe Josh miscommunication and the other miscommunications we've seen this year. Do you think that's more so on the coordinator or the head coach? I mean, I personally, I think it's more so on the on the coordinator. I think it's on the coordinator. If, if we're going to blame a coaching, I think it's on the coordinator. It, well, yeah, and and that's the other thing too is we didn't really see much of it in the Jets game, and we only saw it two times in the Eagles game, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe just the one with with Gabe Davis. So, and and but before that, again, going back to, to Ken Dorsey, we saw all of it. A lot of it. I mean, we all that. we all remember the, the 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 lovely times of receivers running into each other. Yeah, because the routes literally ran into each other. Yeah. So so that that's my point. Which is, I wonder how that got ever past the practice field, but that's I, neither here nor there. I really think that once Brady gets enough of his fingerprints on this offense, stuff like that's slowly going to disappear. Like I said, we didn't see it in the Jets game. We mm-hmm. saw it twice in the Eagles game. It was Gabe Davis and it was Trent Sherfield. And Sherfield, I, I almost wonder of, of that. He's never on the field. Right. How, 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 how much does he really have yeah. a connection with Josh Allen? Right. you got to utilize him more. And, and that's the thing. When when the Bills brought Sherfield in, the Dolphins were mad. Like, they were upset. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both, to the media, were, were frustrated at it. That's when, why I was so excited about him. And when Tyreek Hill says he's one of the fastest guys on my team, that is saying something. Mm-hmm. Because Tyreek Hill is the fastest athlete in the sport, yeah. Aside from maybe DK Metcalf, because you know he ran like what twenty two miles an hour last night. I don't, something insane. I think it was that. It's crazy. I don't know. I, I, I watched those five, mile per hours, like, and, and I'm just like, how does a human being a do that? Si- a six five, two hundred and fifty pound human being, mind you. Yeah, like, that's insane. He is a very big person. Let's go to one more call here before we take our next time out. Let's go to Jay in North Buffalo. Jay, how are we doing today? Not too bad, guys. Uh, love the topic. Love the conversation. Um, I've been on this since, honestly, like the the Texans playoff game. I just feel like McDermott 
always finds a way to take pivotal moments in very important games and botch them. And he's got a history of it now. And I'm just kind of wondering through the rest of the year, like, you know, there's the report that there's zero chance that he gets fired at the end Mm -hmm. of the year. Mm -hmm. What's the breaking point of that? You know, say we, you know, only win one or two games for the rest of the year. Like there's no way you can bring him back. And on on the, on the promise of what, like what's going to be different. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no reason to think anything will be different. So I'm just kind of thinking through the lens of Terry Pagula. You know, I got a nice big stadium I'm building that's right next door, and I want to make sure that PSLs are going to be sold and seats are going to be filled. You want the vibes being good when it's when it yeah. comes opening day. I I feel that. Jay, thanks for the call. This is a conversation, Josh, me and you had with our boss right before we went on air at 10 today. Was kind of like, you know, what is kind of the breaking point? You know, is is there a breaking point? We all kind of brought up like if he loses to New England again, if they do go 0-2 against New England this year, like is that something that would radically change the idea? Because that's right. I mean, there's there's a report from The Athletic, Tim Graham, uh, a story he did, that basically, I think he talked to like four or five sources within the Bills that all were like, no, it's 0% chance. But I do wonder if like that would be maybe something that would have everyone kind of take a step back and go, okay, what is going on here? And as and as Jay brought up here too, like what if they only win like two more games the rest of the year and they finish eight and nine, mm-hmm. and it's and it's a losing record, just flat out a losing record, not five hundred. You you have a losing record, or let's say they lose to New England and eh, let's say, and, and let's go a little bit further here with Jay's idea, like they lose to the Cowboys, they lose to the Chiefs, they lose to the Patriots, but they beat the Chargers and the Dolphins. That's that's eight and nine. That would be eight and nine. I think no, it's yeah, yeah. That will be eight nine. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's say, oh man, then let's then let's they lose to the Dolphins. They beat the Chargers and that's it. Yeah, they beat the Chargers. That's it. I mean, you're looking at seven and ten. That's like okay. You know, you know, like uh, on on some of the websites they have like the 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 win percentage meter thingy that goes up and down throughout a game. Yeah, they're a crime. They're just painful. Well, right. They're they just are. painful they are. to look at. They are. But if we're if we're looking at that as a as a fire statistic, we're you know we're down in the not going to be fired mm-hmm. and every loss. Personally, every loss over these next so. five games, I think that goes closer and closer to fire. And if and if it gets to the Patriots game and you lose that, it's going to shoot to the sky. Yeah, I mean, and, and, thing, and right now, there is nothing here on like McDermott getting fired. No, it no, no, all not at all. Speculation, it's not all at speculation all. on the station. But like that would be that I that would be something to wonder about. Like if it truly is a disaster of an end, could be rough for him. Got to take another quick time out here if you want to join the show. 803-0550 is the number. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for One Bills Live today. You're listening to WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.